This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. Panic sometimes sets in when you feel something is lost. And you won't stop until you find it. There's a trick when, when, I don't know, Teresa and I have been talking about this. There's something that happens when you tell me my loved one is lost. When you tell me he or she is lost, it continues to allow me to search. Knowing that I will never find. So the heartbreak will never go away. Because of the word lost. Did you catch what I just said? Are they lost? And see, when we're dealing with death, we have to deal with it also in a spiritual manner, in a wisdom manner, according to what the word of God says. Losing almost details that I did something to cause it. Does that make sense? Watch this. Y'all there? First Thessalonians 4.13. Real quick. Y'all all right? So even in death, I have to deal with that in a smart way. The way that God would deal with it. Because I believe Revelations 14 and 13 says blessed. Oh, well, I think we'll turn there. So that we can get what he says instead of me surmising it. What did I say? First Thessalonians 4 and 13. Look what it says. Y'all right there? Everybody say this. But, but come on. To be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. Asleep. That Oh, wait a minute. Did you hear what he just said? We read this at other times. But we don't. He said that you sorrow what? Not. Keep going with me real quick. Sorrow what? Not as what? As, even as So it tells me there's two different ty- there's a different type of sorrow. He's saying that you sorrow not even as other, I won't say two times, even ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. He said, I don't want you crying as if you the loved one you that passed away has no hope or that you have no hope. It doesn't say I'm, I'm not missing them being here. It doesn't say that we had great times, great moments, exciting things. It's not saying that I throw them away because I'm not. But it's saying I don't sorrow as folk that don't have no hope. Watch what he says next verse. For if we believe that. Come on, come on. No, say it for. If we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, then also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Stop. Stay right there. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even when he going to bring him with him, when he come back. Say, I want to show you 
the sleeping part that he's talking about is the body. The spirit goes back to him. I'm going to show you that in the Bible so that you recognize and understand what's going on with death. So that sometimes when someone leaves us, we get super sorrowful because we are selfish. Because some people, and I know people don't like to hear this, but sometimes people make a decision without you. There are decisions that they have made without you, with God, and sometimes we don't like that. And we, won't, we don't want to accept that. But I'm going to tell you something about you. If either one of you got a little glimpse of heaven. Most, if not all, and I think all of you will go, they're going to be, Ken's going to be all right. (laughs) The babies, God, you got them. You said you never leave, forsake them, right? I'm out with you. Most of you would. I mean, all of you would. Come on, stop playing with yourself. Stop kidding yourself. You get a glimpse of heaven. You even, and Jesus said, and you hear them voice, it's going to be all right. You go, that ain't very white. Because <laughs> Jesus', Jesus voice is over any other voice. When, God, when you hear the voice of God, that's a soothing voice. Yes, yes, Something yes. You ain't seen colors until you, you've seen them in heaven. You ain't felt, oh, glory to God. Now, I ain't saying you should go jump off no bridge either. And desire, no, no, no. Paul knew that there, there's a time for me to go there, but my time is not yet. I got to do my work here first, and then God will let me know when it's time to get out of here. A lot of y'all ain't time for you go. So go to work. Y'all sitting around, ain't doing nothing like, hey, God, I'm ready. No, 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 baby, get to work. You work until he comes. And you work until you're done. You don't retire, you refire. Okay, praise the Lord. Let's keep reading real quick. All right, y'all all right? Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. For if we believe, for this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall... All right, them bodies going to meet back up again. This time they're going to be a little different. They're going to be a glorified body. That's going to be a body that can't be touched by sin or anything else. Somebody say amen. All right. Then when we, uh, next verse, please, 18. Did I read 17? Then we which are alive and remain shall be called up. I don't know. That's a great moment. I'm looking for the called up too. And 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 today, uh, Teresa keep reminding me, hey, hey, no, let's just believe for the caught up. 
That's a, that's a great moment. How'd you die? No, I got caught up. <laughs> Can you be in heaven talking? How'd you get? No, I got caught up. <laughs> yeah. I was caught up. <laughs> Can you see, see yourself in heaven talking about that? I got caught up. You got caught up. We got caught up. Yeah. Eat up. You got caught up. <laughs> okay. All right, no, 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 but cold up. All right, and we're all the same. They just went before you. Somebody say amen. Amen. If he said, I prepare a place for you, and and that word mansions really means room, room, I'm just going to prepare a whole lot of space for you so that where I am, you can come be with me. Amen. Come on now. See, you have to understand that death really is transition to the next level. When you're here on earth, you have an earth suit. You can only live on this earth with an earth suit. When the earth suit gives out, you have to go. But you're not dead. Don't let nobody say that that person that was in that cast or any one of us are dead. We're not dead. We just moved. See, 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 sometimes you're thinking finality. They're dead. No, 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 no. They just stop existing here. They're not dead. This helps you release loneliness in this area. That they're not dead. They're still alive. And I know if they believed on him, and I'm going to show you that, that they're with him. And I'm okay with that. Because one day, I too will be with him. Somebody say amen. Amen. If all of us who believe in him, we believe in the hope of the resurrection. We believe that when we go out of here, we're going to spend eternity with him. We're in eternity now. We just didn't recognize. All right, 18. Y'all getting anything? Amen. I'm helping you. I'm not saying that you're not sorrowful for folk. I mean, you don't feel... But I'm saying we recognize the transition. Wherefore, isn't that crazy? He says, these are words I want you to use to help one another. Amen. Amen. Does that make sense? All right. Anybody get anything? 2 Corinthians 5 and 8. Real quick. Real quick. 2 Corinthians 5 and 8. Oh, man, I'm out of time. Can y'all give me 10 minutes? Fit the clues. If my, if my folk are listening to me, uh, some folk are listening to me. I was somewhere the other day. I told Teresa, I said, uh, Doc said, I'm going to get red clothes. I said, you got 15 minutes. As soon as he said, I said, 15 minutes. We got 15 minutes more because I know that fit the clothes. I didn't say fitting the clothes today. I'm fitting the clothes. <laughs> we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be. What did he just say? Paul says this. He, we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body. So the body is not really me. The real me is going back to God. Somebody say amen. amen. And to be present. 
Amen. So the moment their eyes closed, the moment that last breath went up or that last exhale, they're with him. Man, that's a good waking up morning. You close your eyes on one side and open up on another. Glory to God. Isn't that awesome? And, and the first, first, oh, glory, the first face you see is your Savior. And he says, I've been waiting for you. Come on home. And you won't even want to turn him loose. You're, so, you're in that environment of so peace. So don't tell me if you got a glimpse of that, that you're going to be like, ah, I'll take me behind door number four. No, you ain't. Amen. That's peace that you've never experienced. Somebody say amen. amen. Is God good? So to be is to be why am I telling you this? So that that's, that loneliness thing factor doesn't become a selfish thing for you and where you're able to release that person who had passed away. It doesn't mean you forget them. No, you don't. It just means I can release you now because I know where you are. Is that all right? Does that make sense? Are we good? All right. Are we good? Now, don't get me wrong. There's still some pain because I like to hear your voice. There's still some things that I still chuckle at and some stuff I still wipe that tear away. That ain't saying I can't have those emotions. But it just says, I can't let the emotions have me. Does that make sense? Because when the emotions have me, I can't move. My every thought is now about that person that I just, you know. Does that make sense? All right, second thing we said. Is everybody all right with that? I felt it necessary that we need to talk about that. Because a lot of times we don't. And we need to know, don't get me wrong, none of us love, <laughs> I, you know, Maurice does it every weekend. You know, every day or every week he does that, deals with families and people like that who are going through. And that's, that's a tough thing. But when we know more about that transition, it gives us peace. That's the thing that gives us solace. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Uh, secondly, real quick, real quick. Uh, so, loved one, if I'm not careful, that will originate loneliness. Amen. Experiencing isolation as a child. If I'm not careful, inferiority, we said this, and insecurity comes from the result of childhood experiences with parents who scold and belittle them. That's why it's important as a parent that I train my child up in the way that he or she should go. Be careful of what I'm saying and how I'm saying it to my child. Amen. Because you're building something. And if you had insecurities, they now have the same ones you have because you transfer them over. Does that make sense? So I got to be careful. I got to be careful of what I, I look at. I'm going to be real with you. Uh, because I spend a lot of times with my grandson, I watch his moves. I watch what he does. There are certain things he does I'm paying attention to because I'm like, that's something. And some, everything he does isn't a good thing. Some things I'm like, that's a problem. There are certain things I told my wife. Now, you which are spiritual should pick up. 
Being in my family, I believe it's the will of God for me to pick up things. There are certain things I told my wife, I need this checked. Certain things I've told my, my son and my daughter-in-law, these are things I need you to watch over over your kids because the enemy is an inroad. I can see inroads. As spiritual head, I can see things. And I want you to pay attention to this because that's a problem for me. That's a problem that the enemy will use to take her or him down a road that they don't need to be. If you've been given that position and you're, you're watching at the gate, you're, just like my nickname is Watchmen, yours should be Watchmen. You're on the wall. Watch over your families. Somebody say amen. Be careful what's being put into them and be careful what you're doing too. Because some things you're doing could be causing something in their life. And then now they want to be secluded and off to themselves. Somebody say amen. Are y'all listening? All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm careful that. I'm watching over that. I mean, thirdly, people will separate themselves. I said this before. We talked about the animals. Separating yourself is cool, but separating yourself should be only in the place of uh, the word solitude. The whole purpose of solitude is for me to get closer to God. Not to draw away from to get closer. Turn with me to Luke 5, please. Luke 5. Solitude is, and you can write this down, solitude is being alone by choice. I choose on purpose to get away from you right now so I can get closer to God. So I'm going to take a day or two, and I may take a day or two just to do this. It doesn't mean I need a week or so. Jesus didn't take weeks. Look what he said, Luke 15 and 5 and 15 says, but so much more went the fame and abroad of him, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. And he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. The whole purpose of him getting away from you was to pray. Look at this. Turn with me to Luke 6 and 12. I'm telling y'all, hey, you know, how many of y'all know you're eight chapters behind on Luke? Amen. But you can go home and start reading now. Catch up. Get on nine. Amen. All right. Look what the Bible says. And Judah's son. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Luke. What did I say? Luke 6 and 12. Now, in those days, it occurred that he went up into a mountain. Look, look, look. Now, in those days, it occurred that he went up into a mountain to pray and spent the whole night in prayer to God. Okay. I'm going to go get away from y'all. I'm going to go get away from y'all so I can hear God because tomorrow I got to make a decision on the 12 that I'm going to choose. And when it was day, he summoned his disciples and selected from them 12. Look at this. I go get away from you so I can specifically hear what I need to hear from God. It didn't take him now. Saints of God, some of folk, it take a whole full week or something. It took him one day just to get before the Lord. One night. Amen. It really, when you're focused in, you're dialed in, it don't, it don't take long to get before him. You just take that time. Sometimes you need, solitude is what you need to take time away from everything else so you can get before him, so you can hear. Folks say, well, I got to fast. No, you got to get before him. You got to quiet yourself so you can hear. Somebody say amen. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, I knew that's right. 
quickly, quickly. I know I'm running out of time. I'm almost, I'm on a minute, a minute countdown. But look at this. Last we said, last week we said divorce was a problem. Divorce is a problem. When marriage breaks up, usually at least one person feels abandoned and deeply hurt. When divorce. And see, usually sometimes divorce started before divorce started. Did you catch what I just said real quick? Divorce sometimes starts before it starts. And what I mean by that, divorce starts when you were in high school. You say, what? Yeah, when you were in grade school, when you were high school, you played girlfriend and boyfriend. And so you had breakup and divorce. Yeah, the seed was placed in you. The enemy did that on purpose to get you to play breakup and divorce so it would become easy when you said I do to somebody. That way you didn't connect in. That way you didn't lock in. Because you were used to break up and divorce, so it was easy to walk away. It was my girlfriend. Even though I had a piece of paper that said we were more. But it just seemed like we were in high school. So it was easy to break up and divorce. Does that make sense? And if you're not careful, you're still playing that game. Oh, that little painful, wasn't it? Amen. But yeah, we play that game. That's why, see, that's why, and I know people don't like me, but that's why sometimes we tell folk, we tell folk, when you date, it's a whole different dating game when you're a believer. Ain't no touch and feeling and all that going on. Somebody need to tell the truth and shame the devil. You having sex for you supposed to have sex. Oh, don't nobody want to be on my team now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you're touching the pie before it might not even be your pie. She may change your, you may change your mind about him. And now he done touched, now you standing up here marrying some other dude, and you and his, he's standing on the other side, he one of the groomsmen, and he's like, see, how about we had, for the groomsmen, we had all the people that you've been with. Okay, now, I don't want to put you in no condemnation or nothing now, because God set you free, but it starts to be, bring a different perspective yes, to the yes, place. Yes, yes. Now I start thinking about, I don't want you up there with me. Hey, <laughs> man, you know, I'm standing here, and then all the girls standing on the other side. I've been with him, too. I thought he was going to be my. Now I got, with some of you, not, not me, some of you have him going around the building. <laughs> Notice how I changed that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you, you see what I mean? So I got to be careful with that. Now, I ain't nobody putting you in condemnation because God set you free from that. But as a believer, you ain't supposed to be doing that. You're going to have to be cool now. You're going to have to chill yourself out. This on tape, you're going to chill yourself out. <laughs> Keep yourself under. Can I get a witness? See, you're filling that void. Now, see, I didn't give you the points, but one of the points is you fill that voice with immoral things. Loneliness sometimes gets filled with immoral things. So I start, I think you can fill my void. So I'll have sex with you to fill my void. I'll do things outside the will of God because I'm lonely. And so I'll go through a lot of men and women. Not because I love you, because I'm lonely. Boy, that's real talk right now. As silence came upon the church. And so I go through people. I go through people. And everybody, come on, come on, Tia, Tia and Ken. 
Okay, y'all, they murdered. They murdered. Man, I'm out of time, man. I, I get, I'm over my time. Somebody say amen. amen. But now, here, now, should I use y'all or should I? <laughs> Teresa did her eyes like this. Go on, use them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> amen. But see, people keep getting attached. Now, they're attached. Next thing you know, you know, somebody else, they're attached. Come on. Come on, DJ. Let's attach. Now, see who's all joining up. All because she's lonely. That's strong, ain't it? Ken don't like that. <laughs> Ken like, Ken like, I ain't liking the feel, baby. I ain't liking the feel. You see what I mean? But see, he doesn't like how that feels, but that's what we're doing to him. Before I say I do, I'm doing that to him because I feel lonely. Or he's doing it to somebody because he feels lonely. Does that make sense? And so i got to be careful of that because God told me I can't do that. And I found out in, in the new church, people don't like talk about stuff like this. But grace teaches us that you, just because we're under grace, that doesn't mean we have a license to do whatever we feel like. Grace says, it's teaching me, Titus 2 and 11 and 12. It tells me that it's teaching me and getting me to the place called holiness. Somebody say amen. So there are certain things I just can't do with you. Amen. Because that's, you know. Does that make sense to everyone? All right. So I got to be careful that I'm not allowing certain things. Conflict comes in, and we'll talk more about this next week. But conflict does come in that blocks us from having good relationships with one another. And in the body of Christ, conflict is going to happen. But how we deal with it determines how we come out. Just because you and I agree, that doesn't mean we cannot talk. The reason why we cannot talk is because we do not talk. And one of the things that you and I as a believer should do is come together as one and let's talk. If I disagree with you, let's come together. Ain't nothing wrong with a little talk. Hey, Pastor, you know, hey, brother, hey, sister, can we talk? Do you see what I mean? It just seems like a little something is off. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Somebody say amen. amen. The reason a lot of people don't talk is because they can't stand confrontation. And God calls you to be confrontational. There are times you need to be confrontational. Not mean-spirited, confrontational in love. There's a way I can talk to you in love that can restore everything we got. But people terrified of confrontational because of the little remember last week we did an illustration because the little girl on the inside causes us to run or the little man on the inside causes us to run and that's insecurity confrontation say I'm going to tell you hey baby me and, me and my wife have confrontation sometimes I think it's confrontation that turns into consultation and then we talk about if it's something that she don't like, she tells me. If it's something I don't like, I confront that. I don't, I don't like that. Does that make sense? All right, all right, okay. Does it? And we we'll talk about that more. So you know, but there. Write this down before you go, and we'll get over it next week. There, there are five things, and I, I promise you, one minute. Y'all good? There are five things that you'll fill the void of loneliness with if you're not careful. Number one is moral, 
morality, morals. You'll, you'll seek intimacy through sinful acts or sinful relationships. And that's why husbands and wives go outside the marriage. It got quiet. Real quick, I only got a minute. But sometimes we seek intimacy in somebody else that we're not getting it in our own marriage. You're, you're trying to fill the void with somebody else, and that's not what God called you to do. You're outside the will of God on that, too. Somebody say amen. We'll talk about that. Secondly, it's financially. I'll fill the void of loneliness. Financial. I'll go buy everything I can. I live on QVC. Amazon know me by name. Somebody say amen. Why? Because when I get lonely, guess what I do? I go clicking away. Let me buy something to make me feel better. Because I'm lonely. And so some of you got a house full of everything. I knew, one, I knew one young lady. She was so lonely one time. She was so lonely. You know what? She, oh, I shouldn't tell you. But she took her money for one thing and used it for something else and then lost the money that was for that one thing. She lost that thing. And she needed that thing to get back and forth to work. Now you're jeopardizing <laughs> because you're lonely. And so you shop. You buy things you don't need to impress people who don't care. I'm almost done. All right. Oh, I'm done. Physical, physical, physical. Physical is you eat whatever's before you. Because you're lonely, you just fill up on whatever you can fill up on. 25 burgers a day. And at night, Chick-fil-A. I want to tell you something about Chick-fil-A. I'm going to tell you. I got to go, but I got to tell y'all something about Chick-fil-A. Y'all check it out. I believe the hand of God was on Chick-fil-A and has been on Chick-fil-A for a minute. I believe the, the, the owner of Chick-fil-A, he really believed in God. And he tithed. And he believed in him so much they won't open on Sunday. I believe there was an anointing, that's just me, on Chick-fil-A. I've never been in a Chick-fil-A where I didn't wait, in the, in the car line. And I was like, this is anointing. I had Chick-fil-A the other day, and I said, I want another Chick-fil-A. And I was like, something's on their stuff. Because it's drawing me back in. I think when the fear of God is so strong, you'll be pulled to something and don't know why you're pulled to it. Because the fear of the Lord was on it. Okay, that's another message. Look, he said, he can make a message out of Chick-fil-A. Glory to God. Look, you'll be in Chick-fil-A like, why am I here? The Lord has drawn me to Chick-fil-A. I saw a thing on, on the thing. They had a thing of wash mouth. They said, wash your dirty mouth out before you eat our God sent chicken. It was from Chick-fil-A. It was, okay, you didn't. I saw it online. I said, I thought it was hilarious because it said, you wash your dirty mouth out before you eat our God chicken. Because you, know, you know they, at Chick-fil-A, they, uh, uh, there are certain things they have to say. It's our pleasure. They got to say it's our pleasure to serve you. And they get used to it. What if the church... 
can Chick-fil-A be better than what we are? But they, yeah, training and practice. They train. It's a pl- Brother, it's a pleasure to see you. That's why I said we had a visitor coming this morning. Folk perked up. James was coming down. Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> I love that brother. Amen. He, no, he ain't doing it like that. He just want to tell me who it is. Tell me who it is. Amen. Amen. Because he just want to be on point. Somebody say amen. My son was in my office before I came down. My son, I got to tell you this before I go. He said, tell me who it is. <laughs> then he said, big guy, wait. Hold up. Let's go. Right here. <laughs> That's my son. He said, we're going to connect right here. Come on, let's go. I got nothing. (laughs) It was comical. He was like, I got nothing. Who is it? Come on. I can't get it. What's going on? Why am I getting a block? You know, who do I need to, you know, come on, tell me. Because last week I cut off too early. Who is it? I'm not cutting off today. Who is it? I was like, man, don't worry about it. He walks out frustrated because <laughs> I wouldn't tell him. I said, don't worry about it. Somebody say amen. All right. So, again, going back to God. Placing him in the right place puts him in the right thing. Last but not least, two things. Relational. We feel detached from others. And psychological. We experience depression and lack of creativity and productivity. Amen. I'm really out of time. I went way over. But I appreciate you for being blessed. Amen. And allow me to teach you in Jesus. The proceeding is a recording by the teaching ministry of Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. If this has been a blessing to you and you wish to sow into our ministry, you may send a check or money order made payable to Abundant Life Christian Center or ALCC at P.O. Box 415, Bear, Delaware, 19701. Thank you for listening. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord.